Board of Directors and Trustees, Fiduciary Duties and Liability Rules, Nature of the Relationship. As agents entrusted with the management of the corporation for the collective benefit of the stockholders, directors of a private corporation occupy a fiduciary relation, and in this sense, the relation is one of trust. Fiduciary relation with trust, the ordinary trust relationship of directors of a corporation in its stockholders is not a matter of statutory or technical law. The fiduciary relation springs from the fact that directors have the control and guidance of corporate affairs and properties and of the property interest of the stockholders. Equity recognizes that stockholders are the proprietors of the corporate interest and are ultimately the only beneficiaries thereof. Gokongwe versus SEC. Binding effect of acts of corporate officers. General rule. The acts of corporate officers within the scope of their authority are binding, binding on the corporation, San Juan Structural and Steel Perpetrators versus CA. Exception, when the officers exceed, exceed their authority, their actions cannot bind the corporation. Exceptions to exceptions, when the corporation ratified such acts or is stopped from disclaiming them. Liability of corporate officers, general rule. A corporation, being a juridical entity, may act only through its directors, officers, and employees. Obligations incurred by them, acting as such corporate agents, are not theirs but the direct accountabilities of the corporation they represent. Mam Realty uh, Development Corporation uh, versus NLRC. Exceptions. Solidary liabilities may at times be incurred under the following exceptional circumstances. A. When directors and trustees, or in appropriate cases, the officers of a corporation, 1. Vote for the assent to patently unlawful acts of the corporation, 2. Act in bad faith or with gross negligence in directing the corporate affairs, and 3. Are guilty of conflict of interest to the prejudice of the corporation, its stockholders or members, and third persons. B. When a director or officer has consented to the issuance of watered stocks or, while having knowledge thereof, did not portrayed file with the corporate secretary his written objection thereto. C. When a director, trustee, or officer has uh, contractually agreed or stipulated to hold himself personally and solidarily liable with the corporation. And D. When a director, trustee, or officer is made by specific provision of law personally liable for his corporate action. Dealings of directors, trustees, and officers with the corporation Under the revised corporation code, even contracts with their spouses and relatives within the portable degree of consanguinity or affinity are also voidable. Section 31RA11232 or the revised corporation code under the old rule, only contracts of directors, trustees, and officers with corporation are voidable unless certain conditions are complied with. However, in addition to the conditions provided in the old code or old code to make such contracts valid, an additional condition was provided in the revised code. A. In case of corporation vested with public interests, material contracts must be approved by at least two-thirds votes of the membership of the boards and be at least a majority vote of the independent directors approving the material contract. Elections Quorum 
At all elections of directors or trustees, the owners of a majority of the outstanding capital stocks or OCS must be present either in person or by representative authorized to act by a written proxy. If there be no capital stock, a majority of the members entitled to vote must be present. The election must be by ballot if requested by any voting stockholder or members. Notes Unlike the old code which does not provide for nominations, the new code requires that directors, trustees must first be nominated by the stockholders or members. Generally, the same procedure for election still governs, however, remote communication or voting and absentia may now be done if allowed in the bylaws or authorized by the majority of the board. Methods of voting A. Straight voting Every stockholder entitled to vote may vote such a number of shares for as many persons as they are directors to be elected. B. Cumulative voting as stockholders may accumulate said shares and give one candidate as many votes as the number of directors to be elected multiplied by the number of shares shall equal. And C. Cumulative voting by distribution. A stockholder may distribute his votes by multiplying his shares by the number of directors among as many candidates as he shall see fit, provided that the total number of votes cast by him shall not exceed the number of shares owned by him as shown in the books of the corporation multiplied by the whole number of directors to be elected. Notes No delinquent stock shall be voted unless otherwise provided in the Articles of Incorporation or in the laws members of the or uh, in bylaws members of uh, corporations which have no capital stock may cast as many votes as there are trustees to be elected but may not cast more than one vote for one candidate. Candidates receiving the highest number of votes shall be declared elected. Holdover Situation This situation arises when no successor is elected due to a valid and justifiable reason. Thus, the incumbent hold over and continues to function until another officer is chosen and qualified. Sec. Opinion Number 6-18, March 2006. Notes The holdover period is not part of the term of office of a member of the Board of Directors. The term is fixed by statute and it does not change simply because the office may have become vacant, nor because the incumbent holds over an office beyond the end of the term due to the fact that a successor has not been elected and has failed to qualify. The vacancy referred to in Section 29 contemplates a vacancy occurring within the director's terms of office. When a vacancy is created by the expiration of a term, logically there is no more unexpired term to speak of. Hence, Section 29 declares that it shall be the corporation stockholders who shall possess the authority to fill in a vacancy caused by the expiration of the member's term. Balia Verde, Country Club Incorporated versus Africa. Tenure, Qualification, and Disqualification of Directors or Trustees Term versus Tenure Term is distinguished from tenure in that an officer's tenure represents the term during which the incumbent actually holds office. The tenure may be shorter or in case of holdover longer than the term for reasons within or beyond the power of the incumbent. Baliaberdi Country Club versus Aplica Qualification For Stock Corporation Every director must own at least one share of the capital stock of the corporation of which he is a director. One, any director who ceases to be the owner of at least one share shall thereby cease to be a director. Section 23. 
Second, it must be legal title, not beneficial title. For non-stock corporation, trustees must be members thereof. A majority of the directors or trustees of a corporation organized under the corporation code must be residents of the Philippines. He must not possess any of the grounds for disqualification under Section 27. He must be of legal aids. Notes. The new or the revised code board of directors shall hold office for a period of one year while trustees shall hold office for three years, Section 22. Majority of the board is also no longer required to be residents of the Philippines. Grounds for Disqualification of Directors, Trustees or Officers This is not exclusive. Conviction by final judgment of an offense punishable by imprisonment not exceeding six years Violation of the Corporation Code committed within five years prior to the date of the election or appointment. Those who have been found within the five-year period to have violated the Securities and Regulation Codes and those made administratively liable for offense involving fraudulent acts, those found by the foreign court to have violated or engaged in similar misconduct, such other disqualification or disqualification that the SEC and the Philippine Competition Commission may prescribe. The bylaws may validly provide that a stakeholder is ineligible to be director if he is also a director of a corporation whose business is in competition with that of the other corporation. Gokongwe Jr. vs. SEC Meetings There are three kinds of meetings, annual, regular, and special. Annual, the date is specified in the bylaws. The regular meeting is conducted monthly unless otherwise specified in the bylaws. And the special meeting is upon the call of the president or as provided in the bylaws. The notice of meeting is sent at least two days before the meeting of the board of directors. Section 52, the revised corporation code. As to quorum, the general rule... A majority of the member of directors or trustees as fixed in the Articles of uh, Incorporation shall constitute a quorum for the transaction of corporate business exception if the Articles of Incorporation or the bylaws provide for a greater majority. Notes. Every decision of at least a majority of the directors or trustees present at a meeting at which there is a quorum shall be valid as a corporate act except for the election of officers which shall require the vote of a majority of all the members of the board. Removal The requisites are for stock corporation, the removal of any director a corporation from office must be a vote of the stockholders holding or representing at least two-thirds of the outstanding capital stocks. Or, for non-stock corporation, the removal of any trustee of a corporation must be by a vote of at least two-thirds of the members entitled to vote. Such removal shall take place either at a regular meeting of the corporation or at a special meeting called for the purpose. However, the removal must be after previous notice to stockholders or members of the corporation of the intention to propose such removal at a meeting and removal may be with or without cause, provided that removal without cause may not be used to deprive minority stockholders or members of the right of representation to which they may be entitled under Section 24. Notes Stockholders' approval is necessary only for removal of board of the directors or members. For the removal of corporate officers or employee, the vote of the board of directors is sufficient.
The removal of officers is a corporate act which can be done by the BOD, Tabang versus NLRC. The SEC now is empowered moto proprio or upon verified complaint and after the notice and hearing to order the removal of a disqualified director or trustee. The said removal is without prejudice to other sanction that the SEC may impose on the board or member who, despite knowledge of disqualification, failed to remove the director or trustee involved. Section 27 Doctrine of Centralized Management As a general rule, the corporate powers of all corporations shall be exercised, all business conducted, and all property of such corporations controlled and held by the board of directors or trustees. Exceptions, unless otherwise provided in the Corporation Code, Section 23, such as in those instances where the Corporation Code requires stockholders' approval for certain specific acts. Great Asian Sales Center versus CE. Notes, the doctrine is not applicable in the following instances. Delegation to the Executive Committee, duly authorized in the bylaws. Authorization pursuant to a contracted manager, which may be an individual, a partnership, or another corporation. In case of closed corporation, the stockholders may themselves manage the business of the corporation rather than a board of director if the articles of incorporation so provide. Number and Qualifications of Incorporators Incorporators are those persons who originally form a corporation and are the first stockholders thereof. Qualifications are One must be a natural person. He must be of legal age. No minimum number is required and majority of them need not uh, be Philippine residents. Under the revised code, any person, partnership, association, or corporation, singly or jointly with others not exceeding 15, may now be incorporators. Any single natural person is now allowed to form a corporation by himself, known as a one-person corporation. For stock corporation, each of the incorporators must own or be a subscriber to at least one share of the capital stock of the corporation. Capital stocks and subscription requirements. Under the revised code, no such minimum capital requirements are provided subject to, however, to contrary provisions stated in special law. The 60% or 40% ownership requirement in favor of Philippine or Filipino citizens as provided in Section 11 of Article 12 of the Constitution applies not only to shares with voting rights but also to shares without voting rights. Gamboa versus before the requisites are at least 25% of the authorized capital stock of a stock corporation as stated in the Articles of Incorporation must be subscribed at the time of incorporation. At least 25% of the total subscription must be paid upon subscription and the Articles of Incorporation must be accompanied by a sworn statement of the treasurer or the treasurer's affidavit certifying under oath compliance with the seed requisites. And the paid up capital is not less than 5,000. Adoption of bylaws. Bylaws, the relatively permanent and continuing rules of action adopted by the corporation for its own government and that of the individuals composing it and having the direction, management, and control of its affairs and activities. China Banking Corporation versus CA. Nature and functions. 
By law signifies the rules and regulations or private laws enacted by the corporation to regulate, govern, and control its own actions, affairs, and concerns in its stockholders or members and directors and officers with relation thereto and among themselves in their relation to it. Requisites of valid bylaws A. Procedure If adopted prior to the incorporation, the bylaws shall be approved and signed by all the incorporators and submitted to the SEC together with the Articles of Incorporation. Second, if adopted after incorporation, the corporation must within one month after receipt of notice of the issuance of certificate of incorporation adopt a code of bylaws for its government not inconsistent with the corporation code. A. For stock corporation, the adoption must be supported by the affirmative vote of the stockholders representing at least a majority of the standing capital stocks. For non-stock corporation, at least a majority of the members. B. The bylaws shall be signed by the stockholders or members of voting for them. C. A copy duly certified uh, to by a majority of the directors or trustees, council signed by the secretary of the corporation, shall be filed with the SEC, which shall be attached to the original articles of incorporation. Notes. Failure to submit the bylaws within one month from incorporation does not automatically dissolve the corporation. Such is, is remedy or as such is merely a ground for suspension or revocation of its charter after proper notice and hearing. The bylaws shall be kept in the principal office of the corporation subject to the inspection of the stockholders or members during office hours. Under the revised uh, corporation code, the corporation has now more time to adopt its bylaws since the one month prior or the one month period to adopt the bylaws after incorporation has been deleted. The incorporation may still adopt its bylaws prior to incorporation following the same rules as provided in the old code. Limitations They must be reasonable and calculated to query on effect uh, the objects of the corporation and are not contradictory to the general policy of the laws of the land. They must always be strictly subordinate to the constitution and the general laws of the land. They must not infringe the policy of the state nor be hostile to public welfare. They must not disturb vested rights or impair the obligation of a contract, take away or abridge the substantial rights of stockholder or member, affect rights of property or create obligations unknown to the law. They must be within the charter limits. They must not be in conflict with the provisions of the corporation law. Pleasure versus Boteca Nolasco. Notes. The validity of the bylaws of a corporation is purely a question of law. However, this rule is subject to the limitations that where the reasonableness of a bylaw is mere matter of judgment and one upon which reasonable minds must necessarily differ, a court would not be warranted in substituting its judgment instead of the judgment of those who are authorized to make bylaws and who have exercised their authority. Gokongwe Jr. Besosek Bylaws are subordinate to the Articles of Incorporation as well as to the Corporation Code and Related Statutes. Loyola Granda Villas Omonors versus CA. Bylaws binding effects. 1. As to corporation and its components, the bylaws are valid and binding not only on the corporation but also on its stockholders and members and those having direction, management, and control of its affairs. The directors or trustees and officers to be elected shall perform the duties enjoined on them by law and by laws of the corporation.
Second, as to third uh, persons, effects, general rule. Third persons are not bound by the bylaws of a corporation since they are not private thereto. Pleasure versus Butika Nolasco. Exception, when third persons have actual or constructive knowledge of the same. Amendment or revision or repeal. The bylaws may be amended or revised in either of the following. 1. The Board of Directors or Trustees and the stockholders or members may amend or repeal or adopt any bylaws at a regular or special meeting duly called for the purpose. For stock corporation, majority vote of the Board of Directors and the owners of at least a majority of the outstanding capital stock, while for non-stock corporation, majority vote of the Board of Trustees and of the members. Second, the stockholders or members may delegate to the Board of Directors or Trustees the power to amend or repeal or adopt bylaws. For stock corporations, the owners of a two-thirds of the outstanding capital stocks, while for non-stock corporation, it's only two-thirds of the members. Revocation of the delegated power. Such delegated power shall be considered as revoked whenever stockholders owning or representing a majority of the outstanding capital stock or a majority of the members shall so vote at a regular or special meeting. Notes. The amended or new bylaws shall only be effective upon the issuance by the SEC of a certification that the same are not inconsistent with the corporation code. Similar to Articles of Incorporation, the revised code provides that the bylaws may also include an arbitration agreement to govern intracorporate disputes. Corporate Name Limitations on Use of Corporate Name A corporation's right to use its corporate and trade name is a property right, a right in REM, which it may assert and protect against the world in the same manner as it may protect its tangible property, real or personal, against trespass or conversion. It cannot be impaired or defeated by subsequent appropriation by another corporation in the same field, Philips Export BV versus Court of Appeals. Under the revised code, names that are not distinguishable from reserved corporate names or names of existing corporations are not allowed. For this purpose, names are not distinguishable even if they contain 1. The word corporation, company, incorporated, limited, or any abbreviation thereof, or any punctuation, article, conjunction, contraction, preposition, or abbreviation, or is of different tenses with the spacing or with the number of the same word or phrase. Also provided is the power of the SEC to summarily order a corporation to cease and desist from using a name it finds to be in violation of the requirement of the law. The previous code expressly prohibits the use of a corporate name which is one identical or deceptively or confusingly similar to that of any existing corporation or to any other name already protected by law or second, patently deceptive, confusing or contrary to existing laws. The SEC may now cause the removal of all visible signs, marks, adds labels, prints, and other effects bearing such disapproved corporate name. Registration and Issuance of Certificate of Incorporation The revised code specifically provides the specific process and has been laid down. First, the incorporator shall submit their intended corporate name to the SEC for verification. Once approved, they shall then submit the Articles of Incorporation and bylaws to the SEC. 
If the SEC determines that the documentary requirements have been complied with, it shall issue the Certificate of Incorporation, Section 18. Capital Structure Consider Consideration for Stocks Consideration for the issuance of stocks may be any or a combination of any two or more of the following. 1. Actual cash. 2. Property. 3. Labor or services actually rendered to the corporation. 4. Previously incurred indebtedness of the corporation. And 5. Amounts uh, transferred from unrestricted uh, retained earnings to stated capital in case of declaration of stock dividends. And uh, 6. Outstanding shares uh, exchanged for stocks in the event of reclassification or conversion. Notes. Where the consideration is other than actual cash or consists of intangible property, example, patents, copyrights, as valuation shall initially be determined by the incorporators or the board subject to sex approval. Shares of stock shall not be issued in exchange for promissory note or future service. Stocks shall not be issued for a consideration less than the par or issued price thereof. The revised code included additional types of acceptable consideration, specifically A. Shares of stock in another corporation and B. Other generally accepted forms of consideration. Section 61 Stock and Transfer Book Its Contents All stocks in the name of the stockholders are politically arranged, amount paid and un uh, unpaid, and all stocks and the date of payment of any installment, alienation, sale, or transfer of stocks, other entries as the bylaws may prescribe. Note, only the corporate secretary is duly authorized to make entries in the stock and transfer book. Hence, entries made by the chairman or president are invalid. Tory Jr. versus CA Payment of Balance of Subscription Stockholders of a corporation are liable for the debts of the corporation up to the extent of their unpaid subscription. Stockholders cannot invoke the veil of corporate identity as a shield from liability because the veil may be lifted to avoid defrauding corporate creditors. Halley vs. Uh, Printwell Effect of Failure to Pay Subscription 1. If the subscription contract fixes the date for payment, Failure to pay on such date shall render the entire balance due and payable with interest. 30 days therefrom is still unpaid, the shares become delinquent as of the due date and subject to sale unless the board declares otherwise. Second, if there is no date in the subscription contract, the board of directors can make the call for payment and specify the due date. 30 days therefrom is still unpaid, the shares become delinquent as of the date of call and subject to sale unless the board declares otherwise. Section 67. Note, notice of call is mandatory. Mere demand is insufficient. Shares of stock, its nature and definition. Interests or rights which an owner as in the management of the corporation and its surplus profits and on dissolution in all of its assets remaining after the payment of its debt. The stockholders may own the share even if he is not holding a certificate of stock, the capital stock, or the, or the capital stock of stock corporation shall be divided into shares for which certificates of stock shall be issued. Shares of stock so issued are personal property and thus may be transferred. Certificate of stock 
The capital stock shall be divided into shares for which certificate, signed by the President or Vice President, countersigned by the Secretary of Assistant Secretary, and sealed with the seal of the corporation, shall be issued in accordance with the bylaws. A stock certificate is merely evidence of a share of stock and not the share itself. Lincoln Philippine Life Insurance versus Court of Appeals. The certificate of stock once issued is a continuing affirmation or representation that the stock described therein is valid and genuine and the certificate of stock is at least a prima facie evidence that it was legally issued in the absence of evidence to the contrary. However, this presumption may be rebutted. Bitong versus CA. Note. Under the revised code, the SEC may require corporations whose securities are traded in trading markets and which can reasonably demonstrate their ability to do so, to issue their securities or shares of stock in uncertified or scriptless form in accordance with the rules provided by the SEC. Section 22. Uncertificated Shares no certificate of stock shall be issued to a subscriber until the full amount of his subscription together with interest and expenses in case of delinquency, if any is due, has been paid. Negotiability A share of stock may be transferred by endorsement of the corresponding stock certificate coupled with its delivery. However, the transfer shall not be valid except as between the parties until it is entered and noted upon the books of the corporation. For this reason, although a stock certificate is sometimes regarded as quasi-negotiable in the sense that it may be transferred by endorsement coupled with delivery, it is well settled that the instrument is non-negotiable because the holder thereof takes it without prejudice to such rights or defenses as the registered owner or creditor may have under the law, except insofar as such rights or defenses are subject to the limitations imposed by the principle governing estoppel. De Los Santos et al. versus G. Howard McCrath Republic. Requisites for a valid transfer of stocks if represented by a certificate or if not represented by a certificate. If represented by a certificate, 1. There must be a delivery of the stock certificate. 2. The certificate must be endorsed by the owner or his attorney in fact or other persons legally authorized to make the transfer and three to be valid against third parties the transfers must be recorded in the books of the corporation rural bank of lipa et al versus ca notes the role is that the delivery of the stock certificate duly endorsed by the owner is the operative act of transfer of shares from the lawful owner to the transferee. Thus, title may be vested in the transferee only by delivery of the duly endorsed certificate of stock if not represented by a certificate, example, when no certificate of stock has yet been issued or where the same is not in the possession of the transferor, 1. The transfer must be by means of a deed of assignment and it must be duly recorded in the corporate books notes. An unrecorded transfer, though valid as between the parties, cannot be effective as against the corporation. The rights of its stockholder accrue only upon entry of his name in the books of the corporation. SEC OCG Opinion Number 7-6-2007 The execution of the deed of assignment of shares of stock is equivalent to a lawful pledge of the shares of stock. Lopez versus CA No share of stock against which the corporation holds any unpaid claim shall be transferable in the books of the corporation. Stockholders and Members' Proprietary Rights Right to dividends, right of appraisal, right to inspect, 
preempted right, right to vote, and right of first refusal. Stockholders and Members Proprietary Rights 1. Right to Dividends The Board of Directors of a stock corporation may declare dividends out of the unrestricted retained earnings which shall be payable in cash, property, or stock to all stockholders on the basis of outstanding stock held by them. Limitations Any cash dividends uh, due on delinquent stock shall first be applied to the unpaid balance on the subscription plus cost and expenses. Stock dividends shall be withheld from the delinquent stockholder until his unpaid subscription is finally paid or fully paid. No stock dividend shall be issued without the approval of a stockholder representing not less than two-thirds of the outstanding capital stock at a regular or special meeting duly called for the purpose. Right of appraisal Valid exercise of appraisal right Any stockholder of a corporation shall have the right to dissent and demand payment of the fair value of his shares. 1. In case any amendment to the Articles of Incorporation has the effect of changing or restricting the rights of any stockholder or class of shares or authorizing preference in any respect superior to those of outstanding shares of any class or extending or shortening the term of a corporate existence. Second, in case of sale, lease, exchange, transfer, mortgage, pledge, or other disposition of all or substantially all of uh, all of the corporate property and assets as provided in the code. And third, in case of merger or consolidation. Notes, the valuation of the shares of a stockholder who exercises his appraisal rights is determined as of the day prior to the date on which the vote was taken, regardless of any depreciation or appreciation in the shares' fair market value. Under the revised code, the dissenting stockholders may now exercise their right of appraisal when the corporation undertakes to invest corporate funds for any purpose other than the primary purpose of the corporation. Right to inspect The records of all business transactions and the minutes of the any meeting shall be open to inspection by any director, trustee, stockholder or member of the corporation at reasonable hours on business days and he may demand in writing for a copy of excerpts from said records or minutes at his expense. Notes. The revised code does not allow a requesting party who is not a stockholder or member or is a competitor, director, officer, controlling stockholder or otherwise represents the interest of a competitor to inspect or demand the reproduction of corporate records. Likewise, the new code provides that any stockholder who abuses the right to inspect corporate records shall be penalized under Section 158 of the said code, which governs administrative sanctions for violations of the corporation code. If the corporation denies or does not act on a demand for inspection and or reproduction of corporate records, the aggrieved party may report the denial or inaction to the SEC. We shall a, conduct a summary investigation within five days from receipt of such a report and b, issue an order directing the inspection of or reproduction of the requested records. Preemptive right. It is the preferential right of shareholders to subscribe to all issues or disposition of shares of any class in proportion to their present shareholdings. Preemptive right is not available when 1. 
shares to be issued are intended to comply with laws requiring stock offering or minimum stock ownership in the public. Second, share issued in good faith in exchange for property needed for corporate purposes. And third, shares issued in payment of previously contractual debts. And fourth, in case the right is denied in the Articles of Incorporation. Right of First Refusal it is a right that gives shareholders the preferential right to buy or to refuse the selling parties or co-shareholders' share. The right to first refusal is meant to protect the original or remaining shareholder or shareholders from the entry of third persons who are not acceptable to it as co-shareholder or shareholders. The right of first refusal thus ensures that the parties are given control over who may become a new shareholder in substitution of or in addition to the original shareholders. GG Summit Holdings versus CA. Right to vote. Proxy. Stockholders and members may vote in person or by proxy in all meetings of stockholders or members. Requisites. Proxies shall be 1. In writing. 2. Signed by the stockholder or member. 3. Filed before the scheduled meeting with the corporate secretary. As to validity, unless otherwise provided in the proxy, it shall be valid only for the meeting for which it is intended. No proxy shall be valid and effective for a period longer than five years at any one time. Voting Trusts One or more stockholders of a stock corporation may create a voting trust for the purpose of conferring upon a trustee or trustees the right to vote and other right pertaining to the shares. Validity Valid for period not exceeding five years at any time. Participation in management. The revised code now specifically provides that stockholders and members may vote in person through proxy or when so authorized in the bylaws or by a majority of the board through remote communication or in absentia subject to the rules to be issued by the SEC and the corporation. Any stockholder or member who votes for remote communication or in absentia shall be deemed present for purposes of a quorum. Section 23 of the revised uh, corporation code. Cases when stockholders' action is required by a majority vote, power to enter into management contract, amendments, repeal, or adoption of bylaws, revocation of the delegated power to amend, repeal, or adopt new bylaws, by a vote of two-thirds, power to extend or shorten corporate term, power to increase or decrease capital stock, incur, create, or increase bundled indebtedness, power to deny preempted rights, sale or other disposition of assets, power to invest corporate funds in another corporation or business or for any other purpose, power to declare stock dividends, power to enter into management contract where a. a stockholder or stockholders representing the same interest of both, the managing and the managed corporation own or control more than one-third of the total outstanding capital stock entitled to vote of the managing corporation, and b. a majority vote of the members of the board of directors of the managing corporation also constitute a majority of the members of the board of directors of the managed corporation, and a. Delegation to the Board of the Directors or Trustees of the Power to Amend, Repeal, or Adopt New Bylaws. 
rights of stockholders and members, doctrine of equality of shares. Each share be equal in all respects to every other share, except as otherwise provided in the Articles of Incorporation and except as stated in that Certificate of Stock. Remedial Rights Suits by stockholders or members of a corporation based on wrongful or fraudulent acts of directors or other persons may be classified into individual suits, class or representative suits, and derivative suits, Guy et al. versus Guy. A. Individual suit. Individual suits are filed when the cause of action belongs to the individual stockholder personally and not to the stockholders as a group or to the corporation. Example, is denial of right to inspection and denial of dividends to a stockholder, William Moore Jr. versus Umale. Individual suits against another stockholder or against a corporation are remedies which an aggrieved stockholder may avail of and which are embedded in the interim rules on intracorporate controversy. Representative suit. If the cause of action belongs to a group of stockholders, such as when the rights violated belong to the prepared stockholders, a class or representative suit may be filed to protect the stockholders in the group. William Moore Jr. versus O'Malley. C. Derivative suit. An action filed by a stockholder to enforce a corporate cause of action, it can be filed by an individual stockholder on behalf of the corporation to protect or vindicate corporate rights whenever the officials of the corporation, one, refuse to sue, or two, are the ones to be sued, or three, hold control of the corporation. Strategic Alliance Development Corporation versus uh, Roadstock uh, Securities Limited. It is allowed by law to enable the minority stockholder or stockholders to protect the interest of the corporation against illegal or disadvantageous act or acts of its officers or directors who are supposed to protect the corporation. Pascual versus Vilsas Orozco. Requisites for derivative suits. The person filing the suit must be a stockholder or member of the time of the acts or transaction subject of the action occurred and the time the action was filed. He must have exerted all reasonable efforts to uh, exhaust all remedies available and alleges the same with particularity and the complaint. No appraisal rights are available for the acts or acts complained of and the suit is not nuisance or harassment suit. Section 1, Rule 8 of Interim Rules, Ang versus Spouses, Ang. Intracorporate Dispute A dispute between a stockholder and the corporation of which he is a stockholder or a dispute between a stockholder and another stakeholder of the same corporation where the subject of the dispute or controversy arose out of such relationship. Sunset View, Condominium Corporation versus Campus Junior. Actions involving intra-corporate controversies are cognizable by the Regional Trial Court designated by the Supreme Court under Supreme Court Administrative Memorandum No. 0-11-03, which has jurisdiction over the principal office of the corporation, partnership, or association concerned. Uh, Section 5, Rule 1, Supreme Court Administrative Number no. 02-2-04. Obligation of a stockholder. The stockholders have the obligation to pay the corporation for the unpaid subscription including interest therein and 
pay the creditors of the corporation to the extent of their subscription if the corporate assets are not sufficient. Meetings Regular Annually on a date fixed in by the laws or If not so fixed on any date in April of every year as determined by the Board of Directors or Board of Trustees, written notice of regular meetings shall be sent to all stockholder members of record at least two weeks prior to the meeting unless a different period is required by the bylaws. Notes under the revised code, if the annual meeting is not fixed in the bylaws, it shall be held on any date after April 15. Notice thereof should be sent to the stockholders or members at least 21 days prior to the meeting. If the regular meeting is postponed, written notice of the postponement and the reason thereof should be sent to the stockholder or members at least two weeks prior to the date of the meeting unless the bylaws or the law requires a different period. Section 49. Special meetings, any time deemed necessary or as provided in the bylaws, at least one week written notice shall be sent to all stockholders or members unless otherwise provided by the bylaws. Notice of any meeting may be waived expressly or impliedly by any stockholder or member. However, under the revised code, notice of any meeting may be waived expressly or impliedly by any stockholder or member provided that general waivers of notice in the Articles of Incorporation or the bylaws shall not be allowed, provided that attendance at a meeting shall constitute a waiver of notice of such meeting, except when the person attends a meeting for the express purpose of objecting to the transaction of any business because the meeting is not lawfully called or convened. The revised code also requires that the stock and transfer book be closed at least seven days prior to the date of special meeting. It is now allowed that notice to meetings be sent through electronic means or in any other manner as may be allowed by the SEC. Quorum General Rule a quorum shall consist of the stockholders representing a majority of the outstanding capital stocks or a majority of the members in the case of non-stock corporation. Exception, if the corporation code or the corporation's bylaws provide otherwise. Minutes of the meeting. Upon the demand of any director, trustee, stockholder, or member, the time when any director, trustee, stockholder, or member entered or left the meeting must be noted in the minutes and on a similar demand, uh, the yes and nays must be taken on any motion or uh, proposition and a record thereof carefully made. To protest of the protest of any director, trustee, stockholder, or member can in on and any action or a proposed action must be recorded in full on its demand. Corporate powers, specific powers, jury of specific capacity, jury of special or limited capacity. No corporation under the code shall possess or exercise any corporate power except those conferred by law, its articles of incorporation, those implied from express powers, and those are not necessary or incidental to the exercise of powers so conferred. When a corporation engages in an activity which is outside of its express or implied or incidental powers set out in its articles of incorporation, the act is deemed to be ultra vires. Specific powers 1. Powers to extend or shorten corporate term. 
The corporate term of a stock corporation is that which is stated in its Articles of Incorporation. It may be extended or shortened by an amendment of the Articles of Incorporation when approved by majority of its boards of directors and ratified by at least two-thirds of the stockholders representing the outstanding capital stocks. Under the revised code, such a change may now be made at least three years prior to the expiration of the corporate term, Section 11. The revised code provides uh, if the term has already expired, the corporation may now ask the SEC to revive their corporate existence unless it requests for a limited term. However, no revival is allowed for uh, companies being uh, supervised by other government agencies like banks and insurance companies unless the revival is first approved by their respective agencies. Second, Power to increase or decrease capital stock or incur create increased bonded indebtedness. Purpose of uh, increasing capital stock To generate more working capital, to have more shares with which to pay for the acquisition of more assets like the acquisition of a company car, stocks, house, machinery, or business, and to have extra shares with which to cover or meet the requirement for declaration of stock dividends. The revised code now allows for the notice to be sent by electronic means as may be recognized in the bylaws and the SEC rules and regulations on electronic data messages. In addition, any application to change the capital stock shall now be filed with the SEC with six months from approval of the board and its stockholders. Power to deny preemptive rights Power to sell or dispose of corporate assets Power to acquire own shares. A stock corporation can acquire its own share if it is for a legitimate and proper corporate purpose and that the unrestricted retained earnings to purchase uh, the same and its capital is not thereby impaired. Power to invest corporate funds in another corporation or business. 7. Power to declare dividends. Dividends on shares of stock, whether cash dividend or stock dividend, can be validly declared only out of unrestricted retained earnings. Capital cannot be distributed in the form of redemption of stock violating the trust fund doctrine. Commissioner of Internal Revenue versus CA and E. Soriano Corporation. Stock corporations are prohibited from retaining surplus profits in excess of 100% of their paid-in capital. When a corporation is organized as a stock corporation and its uh, articles of incorporation or by laws are silent, the corporation is deemed to have the power to declare dividends under Section 43 and 8, power to enter into management contract. Specific power 1. Power to extend or shorten corporate term 2. Power to uh, increase or decrease capital stock or incur, create, increase bonded indebtedness 3. Power to deny preempted rights 4. Power to sell or dispose of corporate assets 5. Power to acquire own shares 6. Power to invest corporate funds in another corporation or business. 7. Power to declare dividends. and 8. Power to enter into management. Contract ultra vires Doctrine When a contract is not on its face necessarily beyond the scope of the power of the corporation by which it was made, it will, in the absence of proof to the contrary, be presumed to be valid. Corporations are presumed to contract within their powers. Carlos versus Mindanao Sugar Company. The defense 
of ultraviris cannot be uh, set up or availed of in completed transaction. Pero bana ital versus the Dilarama Steamship Company applicability of ultraviris doctrine. The doctrine of ultraviris when involved for or against a corporation should not be allowed to prevail where it would defeat the ends of justice or work for a legal wrong consequence of ultra-virus acts. If executed uh, contract, courts will not set aside or interfere with such contracts. If executory, the contract is void and cannot be enforced even at the suit of other party or of either party. If partly executed and partly executory, the principle of unjust enrichment shall apply. Exercise of Corporate Power Corporate powers are to be exercised all business conducted and all property of corporations controlled and held by the Board of Directors when the act of the Board is within corporate powers but it done without the concurrence of the shareholders and when such approval is required by law, such act is void. Rural Bank versus OCPFMIA Trust Fund Doctrine Trust fund doctrine means that the capital stock, property, and other assets of the corporation are regarded as equity and trust for the payment of the corporate creditors. Once capital, it is always capital. The subscribed capital stock of the corporation is a trust fund for the payment of debts of the corporation which the creditors have the right to look up to satisfy their credits. The creditors can use it to reduce the debts unless it has passed into the hands of a bona fide purchaser without notice. The doctrine was intended for the protection of corporate creditors. Uh, CIR versus uh, CA Notes Stock corporations are prohibited from retaining surplus in excess of 100% of their paid-in capital stock, except, among others, when the corporation is prohibited under any loan agreement with any financial institution or creditor, whether local or foreign, from declaring dividends without the consent of the creditor, and such consent has not been secured. Watered stocks are a. Stocks issued for a consideration less than its par or issued value. B. For consideration in any form, any other than cash valued in excess of its fair value. Any director or officer of a corporation consenting to the issuance of watered stocks or who, having knowledge thereof, does not forthwith express his objection in writing and file the same with the corporate secretary, shall be solidarily liable with the stockholder concerned to the corporation and its creditors for the difference between the fair market value or the fair value received at the time of issuance of the stock and the par or issued value of the same. MAM Realty Development Corporation versus NLRC. Under the doctrine of apparent authority, the corporation will be stopped from denying the agent's authority. It is knowingly permits one of its officers or any other agent to act within the scope of an apparent authority and it holds him out to the public as possessing the power to those acts. Corporate Juridical Personality Doctrine of Separate Judicial Personality a corporation has a personality separate and distinct from that of its stockholders or members and the officers that represent it. 
upon coming into existence, a corporation is invested by law with a personality separate and distinct from those persons composing it, its directors and officers, as well as from any other legal entity to which it may be related. This separate and distinct personality is, however, merely a fiction created by law for convenience and to promote the ends of justice. Land Bank of the Philippines versus CA. As a general rule, corporate officers cannot be held personally liable for the consequence of this or of their acts for as long as these are for and on behalf of the corporation done in good faith and within the scope of their authority. Solid Bank Corporation versus Mindanao, uh, Peru Valley Corporation. Liability for torts and crimes. A corporation is civilly liable in the same manner as natural persons for torts because the rules governing the liability of a principal or master for a tort committed by an agent or servant are the same whether the principal and master be a natural person or a corporation or whether the servant or agent be a natural or artificial person. A principal or master is liable for every tort which he expressly directs or authorizes, and this is just as true of a corporation as of a natural person. PNB versus Court of Appeals. Recovery of moral damages. General rule. A corporation, being an artificial person and having existence only in legal contemplation, has no feelings, no emotion, and no senses. Therefore, it cannot experience physical suffering and mental anguish. Mental suffering can be experienced only by one having a nervous system and it flows from real ills, sorrows, and griefs of life, all of which cannot be suffered by respondent bank as an artificial person. National Power Corporation versus Phillips Brothers Oceans Incorporated. Exceptions. Article 2219 of the Civil Code expressly authorizes the recovery of moral damages in cases of libel, slander, or any other form of defamation. This provision does not qualify whether the plaintiff is a natural or juridical person. Therefore, a juridical person such as a corporation can validly complain for libel or libel for any other or any other form of defamation and claim for moral damages, Pilipinas Broadcasting Network versus AMBCBCCM et al. Doctrine of Piercing the Corporate Veil A corporation has a separate personality distinct from its stockholders and members. However, the court will not hesitate to disregard the corporate veil when it is misused or when necessary in the terrorist of justice. The concept of corporate entity was not meant to promote unfair objectives. Pantranco Employees Association versus NLRC. The corporate uh, mass may be removed or the corporate will uh, fears when the corporation is uh, just an alter ego of a person or of another corporation. For reasons of public policy and in the interest of justice, the corporate veil will be justifiably uh, impaled only when it becomes a shield for fraud, illegality, or iniquity committed against third persons. Saruna versus NLRC. Instances when the doctrine of piercing of the bill of corporate entity will apply to defeat public convenience, to justify wrong, protect fraud, or defend crime, 
essential to confuse the legitimate issues where a corporation is the mere alter ego or business can do it of a person, where the corporation is so organized and controlled and its affairs are so conducted as to make it merely an instrumentality agency can do it or a junk of another corporation, Omali versus CA. Grounds for application of doctrine of piercing the corporate veil. It is manifestly impossible to uh, catalog the infinite variations of fact that can arise, but there are certain common circumstances which are important and which it present in the proper combination are controlling. These are as follows. 1. The parent corporation owns all or substantially all of the capital stock of the subsidiary. The parent and subsidiary corporation have common directors or officers. The parent corporation finances the subsidiary. The parent corporation subscribes to all the capital stock of the subsidiary or otherwise causes its incorporation. The subsidiary has grossly inadequate capital. The parent corporation pays the salaries and other expenses or losses of the subsidiary. The subsidiary has substantially no business except with the parent corporation or to assets except those conveyed to or uh, by the parent corporation. 8. In the papers of the parent corporation or in the statement of its officers, the subsidiary is described as a department or division of the parent corporation or its business or financial responsibility is referred to as the parent corporation's own. 9. The parent corporation uses the property of the subsidiary as its own. 10. The directors or executives of the subsidiary do not act independently in the interest of the subsidiary, but uh, take their orders from the parent corporation. And 11. The formal legal requirements of the subsidiary are not observed. Attributes of a corporation Inherent attributes of a corporation An artificial being created by operation of law with right of succession, having only such powers and properties expressly authorized by law or incident to its existence. Note, the Congress shall not, except by general law, provide for the formation, organization, or regularization of a private corporation. Corporation by Estopel A group of persons who assumes to act as a corporation knowing it to be without authority to do so and enters into a transaction with a third person on the strength of such appearance, such persons cannot be permitted to deny its existence in an action involving said transaction. Dissolution and Liquidation Dissolution the extinguishment of the franchise of a corporation and determination of its corporate existence. Modes of dissolution Voluntary dissolution When no creditors are affected, meeting must be held on the call of the directors or trustees, published for three consecutive weeks in a newspaper, published in the place where the principal office of said corporation is located, and if no newspaper is published in such place, then in a newspaper of general circulation in the Philippines. Resolution must be approved uh, by majority vote of the board and majority vote of the stockholder members to approve the uh, dissolution. Copy of the resolution is then certified by the majority of the board of directors or trustees and countersigned by the secretary of the corporation. 
Petition for Dissolution together with the signed and countersigned copy of the resolution is then filed with SEC. There must be a verified request for dissolution to be filed with the SEC providing the details of the dissolution. Banks, printed insurance and trust companies and other similar financial intermediaries require favorable recommendation of the appropriate government agency prior to filing of their application. B. When creditors are affected, meeting of stakeholders or members for the purpose of dissolution, affirmative vote uh, of majority of the board is uh, required to sign. P uh, petition filed with SEC signed by majority of the board having management of corporate affairs and verified by the president or secretary or uh, director. Order setting a date of filing objections not less than 30 nor more than 60 days after entry of the uh, order. Publication of the order in a newspaper once a week for three weeks and posting in three public places in the town or city where principal corporate office is located for three weeks. Hearing of the petition and the judgment of uh, SEC. The revised code likewise provides that dissolution shall take effect upon issuance of a certificate of dissolution by the SEC, Section 135. Dissolution by shortening the uh, corporate term. The revised code specifically provides that in case of expiration of corporate term, dissolution now takes effect on the day following the last day of the corporate term, as stated in the Articles of Incorporation, without need to uh, for further issuance by the SEC of a Certificate of uh, Dissolution, Section 136. However, for amendment of the Articles of Incorporation, it must be approved by the majority vote of the Board of Directors or Trustees and must be ratified by two-third votes of uh, the stockholders uh, or at a meeting by the stockholders representing at least two-thirds of the outstanding capital stock, the same with the members in case of non-stocks. Copy of the proposed amendment of the Articles of Incorporation shall be submitted to the SEC, uh, approval of SEC of the amended uh, Articles of Incorporation. As an additional requirement, the SEC requires the submission of financial audited financial statement not later than 60 days before the application for shortening the corporate term. Involuntary dissolution. The revised uh, code uh, authorizes the SEC to moto proprio order the dissolution of a corporation based on the following grounds. 1. Non-use of corporate charter. 2. Continuous in operation. 3. Upon receipt of a lawful order of a court dissolving the corporation, for upon finding by final judgment that the corporation was incorporated through fraud. 5. Upon finding by final judgment that the corporation was created to commit conceal or aid the securities violations, smuggling, tax evasions, money laundering, graft and corrupt practices, or that is committed or aided in the commission of such acts, or 6. Repeatedly and knowingly tolerated the commission of such acts and other fraudulent or illegal acts of directors, trustees, officers, or employees. Under the revised code, the corporation may be, may be placed by the SEC under delinquent status for its continuous inactivity for at least five years after notice and hearing for a period of two years to allow it to resume operations. This will be lifted once the corporation resumes business, otherwise the SEC may revoke its certificate of incorporation. Section 21 Grounds 
fraud or misrepresentation as to the paid-up capital of the corporation, misrepresentation, ultra virus, mala puribita, uh, where two numerous infractions were committed which are persistent despite sec warnings, continuous inactivity of the corporation, refusal to adapt or approve by loss, PD-902. Methods of liquidation by the board of directors through a trustee to whom the properties are conveyed by management committee or rehabilitation receiver. Notes, the revised code now specifically uh, excludes banks from the provision of the code on liquidation since the liquidation of such entities are covered by the new Central Bank Act and the Philippine Deposit Insurance Corporation Charter. The revised code also clarifies when the three-year winding up period begins, which is after the effectivity date of liquidation, Section 139. Nationality of Corporations, the Control Tests There are two acknowledged tests in determining the nationality of a corporation, the Control Test and Godfather or Grandfather Rule. There are uh, Control Tests. The first part of paragraph uh, 7, the OG Opinion number 20, stating, Shares belonging to corporation or partnership, at least 60% of the capital of which is owned by Filipino citizens, shall be considered as of Philippine nationality, pertains to the control test or the liberal rule. Nara Nickel Mining and Development Corporation uh, versus Redmond Consolidated Mines Corporation. Requirements 1. Complete dominion not only of finances but of policy and business practice in respect to the question transaction such that the corporate entity as to these transactions had the time, no separate mind, will or existence of its own. Second, such control must have been used by the defendant to commit fraud or wrong to perpetuate the violation of a statutory or other positive legal duty or dishonest or unjust act in contravention of plaintiff's legal right. In turn, the control and breach of duty must approximately cause the injury or unjust loss complaint. Bilardi versus Lopez Incorporated. Second, Grandfather Rule. The second paragraph of the DOG opinion which provides if the percentage of the Filipino ownership and the corporation or partnership is less than 60%, only the number of shares corresponding to such percentage shall be counted as Philippine nationality, pertains to the stricter, more stringent grandfather rule. Notes, the control test is still the prevailing mode of determining whether or not the corporation is a Filipino corporation. When in the mind of the court, there is doubt based on the attendant uh, facts and the circumstances of the case uh, in the 60-40 Filipino equity ownership in the corporation, then it may apply the grandfather rule. Place of incorporation test. General rule. The corporation is a national of the country under whose laws it is organized or incorporated. Exception. Corporation organized or incorporated abroad and registered as doing business in the Philippines of which 100% of the outstanding capital stock and entitled to both is wholly owned by Filipinos may be considered a Philippine national. Parent Investment Act of 1991 Classes of Corporations As to whether their membership is represented by share of stocks or not, 
Stock Corporation, one which has capital stock divided into shares and is authorized to distribute to the holder of such share dividends or allotments or the surplus profits on the basis of the shares held. Non-stock corporation does not issue shares and is created for public good and welfare. No part of the income is distributable or, or as dividends to its members, trustees, or officers. B. As to the number of persons who compose them, corporation aggregate consists of more than one member or uh, incorporator must be formed by not less than 5%. Corporation sole, religious corporation which consists of one member in corporation or only in his successor. C. As to whether they are for religious purpose or not, ecclesiastical, organized for religious purposes or lay for purposes other than religion. As to whether they are the for charitable purpose or not, illimosinari for charitable purpose, civil for business or profit. As to state or country under by whose laws they have been created, a domestic incorporated under the laws of the Philippines and foreign corporation form organized or existing under any laws other than those of the Philippines and whose laws allow Filipino citizens and uh, corporations to do business in its own uh, country or state. As to their legal right to corporate existence, we have the de jure existing both in fact and law and de facto existing in fact only. As to whether they are open to the public or not, we have closed corporation limited to selected person or members of the family only and open corporation open to any person who may wish to become a stockholder or member thereof. As to whether they are corporations in true sense or only in limited sense, we have true uh, corporation one which exists by statutory authority and quasi-corporation exists without former legislative grant. Corporation by or I. Corporation by prescription. J. Corporation by estoppel. Uh, and de facto corporation versus corporation by estoppel. De facto corporation, one which actually exists for all practical purposes as a corporation but which has no legal right to corporate existence as against the state, while corporation by Stoffel exists when persons assume to act as a corporation knowing that it has no authority to do so. In this case, these persons will be liable as general partners for all debts, liabilities, and damages incurred or arising as a result of their actions. As to whether they are for public or private uh, purpose, public corporation form or organized for the government or a portion of the state and private corporation uh, form for some private purpose, uh, benefit or end. One person corporation or OPC. A new type of corporation introduced under the revised corporation code created with only one or single stockholder who must be a natural person, estate, or trust. Such person will be the sole director and president of the one-person corporation except banks and quasi-banks, printed trusts, insurance, public and publicly listed companies, and non-charted diocese's being vested with public interest cannot incorporate as one-person corporation and a natural person licensed to exercise a profession cannot create an OPC for purposes of exercising his profession. One person corporation may be converted into an ordinary stock corporation and vice versa. Section 116 Other corporations, foreign corporations, 
corporation form organized or existing under any law other than those of the Philippines and whose laws allow Filipino citizens and corporation to do business in its own country or state. The 60% or 60-40 rule. Since the corporation is only required to be at least 60% owned by Filipino citizens, foreigners can be members of the board of directors in proportion to their equity, which cannot exceed 40%. Section 1 PD 715 Amending CA Section 2-A of CA Number 108, the anti law. Since the constitutional requirement of 60% Filipino ownership of the uh, capital of public utilities applies not only uh, to voting control but also to beneficial ownership of the corporation, it should also apply to preferred shares. Preferred shares are also entitled to vote in certain corporation or corporate matters. Uh, Gamboa versus Tives. Notes. In addition to the previous requirements for a license, the revised code requires that a certificate under oath by the authorized official or officials of the jurisdiction of the apparent corporation be attached to the application for license, Section 142. A foreign company may sue in the Philippines even without license to do business in the Philippines since the mere act of exporting from one's own country without doing any specific commercial act within the territory of the importing country cannot be deemed as a doing business in the importing country. B. Van Sweden Brothers Limited versus GTBL Manufacturing Industries. Close Corporation. A close corporation is one whose articles of incorporation provide that all the corporations issued stock exclusive of treasury shares shall be held of record by not more than a specified number of persons not exceeding 20. All the issued stock shall be subject to one or more specified restrictions on a transfer permitted by Title 12 of the Corporation Code, and the corporation shall not list any or list in any stock exchange or make any public offering of any of its stock of any class. Notes. Notwithstanding the foregoing, a corporation shall not be deemed a closed corporation when at least two-thirds of its voting uh, stock or voting rights is owned or controlled by another corporation which is not a closed corporation, corporation which may not be incorporated as a closed corporation, mining or oil companies, stock exchanges, banks, insurance companies, public utilities, educational institutions, and corporations declared to be vested with public interests. Non-stock corporation. A non-stock corporation is one where no part of its income is distributable as dividends to its member, trustees, or officers subject to the provisions on dissolution. Purpose. Non-stock corporation may be formed or organized for charitable, religious, educational, professional, cultural, fraternal, literary, scientific, social, civic service, or similar purposes like trade, industry, agricultural, and like chambers or any combination thereof subject to the special provisions of this title governing particular classes of non-stock corporation. Any profits which it may obtain as an incident to its operation shall, whenever necessary or proper, uh, be used for the furtherance of the purpose or purposes for which it was organized, subject to the provision of Title 11. Applicability of the provisions on stock corporation. The provisions governing stock corporation, when pertinent, shall be applicable to non-stock corporations except as may be covered by specific provisions of Title 11. Incorporation and Organization Articles of Incorporation Definition 
the basic contract document and corporate law which is the charter of the corporation nature and functions it defines the charter of the corporation and the contractual relationship between the state and the corporation the state and the stockholders and between the corporation and the stockholders its contents are thus binding not only on the corporation but also on its shareholders lanusa versus CA. contents of articles of incorporation all corporations organized under the code shall file with the securities and exchange commission Articles of incorporation and any of the official languages duly signed acknowledged by all of the incorporators containing substantially the following. Name of the corporation, its specific purpose or purposes, place where its principal office is to be located which must be within the Philippines. Its term, the names, nationalities, and uh, residences of uh, the incorporators. The number of directors or trustees which shall not be less than 5 nor more than 15. The names, uh, nationalities, and residences of persons who shall act as directors or trustees until the first regular directors or trustees are duly elected and qualified. If it be a stock corporation, the amount of its authorized capital stock and lawful money of the Philippines, the number of shares into which it is divided. A. In case the share are par value shares, the par value of its the, name, the names, nationalities, and residences of the original subscribers and the amount subscribed and paid by the uh, its UNISA subscription. B. If some or all of the shares are without par value, such facts must be stated. It be uh, or if it be a non-stock corporation, the amount of its capital, the names, nationalities, and residences of the contributors, and the amount contributed by its and such other matters as are not inconsistent with law which the incorporators may deem necessary and convenient. Notes Under the Revised Corporation Code, the Articles of Incorporation may now include an arbitration agreement to govern intracorporate disputes and relations. The Articles of Incorporation and Applications for Amendments thereto may be filed with the SEC in the form of an electronic document in accordance with the SEC Rules on Electronic Filing. Where a corporation has more than one stated purpose, the Articles of Incorporation shall state which the primary purpose is and which is are or uh, the secondary purpose or purposes. An unstuck corporation may not include a purpose which would change or contradict its nature as such. Amendment For stock corporation, any provision or matter stated in the Articles of Incorporation may be amended by a majority vote of the Board of Directors and b the vote or written assent of the stockholders representing at least two-thirds of the outstanding capital stock without prejudice to the appraisal right of uh, dissenting stockholders. For non-stock corporation, by a majority vote of the Board of Trustees and the vote or written assent of at least two-thirds of the members. Notes. The revised code now allows any application for amendments in the Articles of Incorporation be in an electronic document. When effective, the amendments shall take effect upon approval by the SEC or from the date of filing with the SEC if not acted upon within six months from the date of filing for a cost not attributable to the corporation.